Hello, I'm R.A. Spratt. I write and perform this podcast. If you'd like to support the show, I'm a children's author, so you can buy a book by me, or you can buy me a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. It's an easy way to make a small thank you gift to the show so I can keep kicking this can down the road. The podcast directory you're using right now should have a link to my Buy Me A Coffee page in the show notes, or you can type it into your browser. That's buymeacoffee.com slash stories R.A. Spratt. All contributions are gratefully appreciated. Hello and welcome to Bedtime Stories with me, R.A. Spratt. Okay, so we're reading my book, The Pesky Kids 2, Bear in the Woods, and we're up to Chapter 18, Neil. Here we go. Finn was exhausted when it was finally time to go home. He'd spent the afternoon improving his climbing skills by picking the fruit from the highest branches of the apple trees in the orchard. Neil did help with this by standing under the trees and catching the apples as Finn dropped them down. They'd spent five hours working in the orchard before it started to get dark and Finn couldn't see the fruit well enough to judge whether it was ripe or not, so he was allowed to finish for the day. In all that time, Neil had barely uttered a word. It's not that he was refusing to speak, he'd said essential things like, there, when Finn asked where the orchard was, and wait, when he had to stop and go and empty his sack into the hopper. But five hours with just two theirs, 27 waits, and three owls was hardly scintillating conversation. The owls had been when Finn had dropped an apple and Neil wasn't looking, so they'd hit him on the head. The cat lady offered to drive Finn home. He was bone-tired as he sat slumped on the worn vinyl back seat of a station wagon, but he didn't want to fall asleep. Not there, in case the cat lady took him to the abattoir and turned him into pig feed. He had no reason to believe she was a cold-blooded killer, but it wouldn't surprise him if she was one either. The loud rumble of the old diesel engine was lulling him to relax. Finn had to do something to stay awake, so he decided to make small talk with Neil, who was sitting alongside him. The cat lady's dog apparently always got first preference on riding in the front passenger seat. So, said Finn, he paused and looked at Neil, considering how best to frame his attack. He had to ask something that could not be answered with yes... No, or a grunt. Tell me about yourself, Neil. Neil looked slightly alarmed at this sudden burst of speech. He glanced at his grandmother, but her attention was on the dark country road. He briefly considered how to respond, then simply shrugged. Finn started to perk up a bit. This was going to be a challenge. There's always something irresistible in a challenge. He was going to get Neil to say something, preferably multisyllabic, maybe even a sentence. "'What do you do for fun?' asked Finn. "'Apart from shucking peas, I already know about that.' Neil seemed baffled by the question. Again, he shrugged. From the utterances of there and wait, Finn knew that Neil could speak, and he was pretty sure that Neil did not have a speech impediment. Growing up with Joe, he knew the signs, so he persevered. "'Have you read any good books lately?' Neil's eyes gaped, and he shook his head. Finn had suspected this sort of response. Neil did not look like a book reader. The standard conversational gambits were not working. Finn would have to try a longer shot. Something that would shock Neil into making an actual verbal response. So, is there a girl you fancy? asked Finn. No! yelled Neil. He looked white now. 
Finn had struck gold. The subject of a girl made Neil agitated. Now he had to use logic and reason to try to figure out why that might be. Finn was good at logic and reason. The problem was girls didn't ever seem to fit into any logical or reasonable patterns. But it must be possible to deduce what was going on. Either Neil didn't fancy a girl, or he did fancy a girl and he was lying. If that was the case, why would he lie? Because he was scared of Finn finding out? But why would he be scared of Finn? There was nothing scary about Finn at all. Joe could be intimidating at first sight because he was so big and muscly looking. And April could be absolutely terrifying. (gasps) That was it. Oh my gosh, exclaimed Finn. You're in love with April, aren't you? Neil's eyes looked like they were going to pop right out of his head. No, he yelled again. Finn looked at Neil's face. He knew that look of abject terror, misery and longing combined. He saw it in the mirror whenever he thought of Loretta. But to feel that way about someone like April, it was too awful to imagine. I'm so sorry, said Finn. With this one revelation, he had bonded with this poor, hapless boy. You won't tell her, will you? pleaded Neil. Gosh, no, said Finn. I'd never do that to another human being. She can't know, said Neil desperately. I'd die. I know, said Finn. If you didn't die of embarrassment, there's a real chance she'd kill you. The station wagon pulled to an abrupt halt. This is you, the cat lady called out over her noisy engine. Finn looked out and realised they'd stopped at the end of his driveway. Bye, said Finn, sliding across the seat to the door and letting himself out. He started to trudge up the long gravel driveway. What a day it had been. See you tomorrow at my place at seven, called the cat lady. Finn spun around. The cat lady had done a U-turn, then pulled up again with her window rolled down. I beg your pardon, said Finn. Be at my place at seven, said the cat lady, to continue with your training. Seven in the morning, asked Finn, horrified by the mention of such a dreadfully early hour. The cat lady chuckled. Yeah, that's the one. She pulled away and drove noisily down the road. And that is the end of the chapter, so we'll leave it there. Until next time, goodbye.